Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energized. Ross, introduce the guest, man. Today we have the Cage Warriors interim featherweight champion <laughs> of the world, Mr. Paul Hughes. Paul, you did not like that interim part, did you? <laughs> Interim. You just planned that, didn't you? <laughs> no, I actually didn't. Actually did. That's 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 nah, the way man. it is, is it not? Uh maybe, maybe. I don't see it that way, but yeah. Paul, yeah, we're definitely getting into that. Paul. How are you getting on? How how's life? How's uh how's training been and how are you feeling? Fantastic, mate. Fantastic. I'm I'm living the dream. Everything I've been more locked in than ever. It's been it's been a really special camp. I'm in a really good place. I'm happy, content and I'm just counting down the days now. It's how many? I don't know. Whatever it is, Friday is yeah. one week out. That's Friday all I know. To, and yeah. we're on the last, the last wee push of hard training. So yeah, feeling good and ready to put the last wee bit of hard work in. Yeah, Paul, we're actually going to be there uh, in the Indigo wearing the glasses. We'll have a pair for you as well. Um, for after <laughs> interim <fight>. glasses. <laughs> uh, we can't wait for it. Um, does this fight feel any different to any other fights? Because it is being billed as one of the biggest, if not the biggest fight in Cage Warriors history. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it feels any different. To me, it's like, to me, obviously, every fight's the biggest fight of my career. But the the last one was massive. The last one was massive for sure. Bigger than, I guess, we, we all expected with the crowd and, and how things sort of went. But I think this is the potential to be times 10, to be completely honest. I'm absolutely, I'm buzzing to see the sort of scenes that, that my fans bring and my followers and my supporters bring. So it's uh, it's very, very exciting, I must say. Yeah, Paul, obviously the build for this has been a bit different from yourself. Like usually, I mean, the back and forth you've had with Jordan, like change your thumbnail pictures, like putting on t-shirts. Like, uh, there, is, there, is there bad blood really here? Um, I mean... I respect Jordan. Of course, we've we've been in there together. He's a nice guy. Um, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, that this is this is now business. It was it was fine. It was good fun at the start. I'm promoting the fight. It is what it is. But uh, things are completely different now. This is business. And at the end of the day, he's trying to take my dreams. He's trying to take everything away from me. Everything that I've been sacrificing in my life, all the adversity I've conquered to to get here, he's trying to take that away from me. So it's as personal as it is, and it's. Uh, yeah, it's it's business now. Paul, when you fought Morgan Charrier um, in your call, you made that walkout. It's probably the most iconic uh, Cage Warriors walkout in a long time. You had the Irish flag and you threw it to Jordan Vutenich on the way in. Did you say anything to him as you threw him the flag? I don't know. I can't recall if I said anything specific, but it, the, the gesture was enough. I mean, it was it was hold my flag, watch this. Um, and he took it like, like yeah. It was uh that's what that's when the main games began. I didn't actually know he was gonna be in the venue, so that was that was completely off the cuff. I seen him and that's just where my mind went. The main games began there and, and he took that flag and he better held it. Yeah, we had a uh, Graham Bowling on in the build up to next weekend's Cage Warriors one thirty four in London, live on UC Fire Pass, so make sure to check it out. But Paul, he said like uh, Graham, every time he watched the fight, he he said you won. Then he said Jordan won. Like, what way do you feel after after that fight? And like, did, were you expecting to get your hand raised? Oh, I mean, absolutely. I, I won the fight very very clearly. It's I, I don't really 
think there's a debate around that. Um, I think the narrative sort of skewed a little bit from on the night it was uproar that how the hell was my hand not raised. I think the narrative got skewed a little bit throughout the time passing that it was it was a much closer fight and that it could have went either way. I, I don't believe that at all. I think it was a clear robbery. Um, and that's my thoughts on the fights and that's me being completely honest. Is it, yeah. is it just to follow up on that, is that how is that why um you were like full of emotion after winning the title after? Was that oh yeah, following I mean, from that loss? multiple reasons for sure. This is a this is a hard game. A lot goes into this, and to finally reach a, a a massive goal, it's 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 incredibly emotional. And yeah, there was a lot of lot of things released, and when I got my hand raised, a lot of a lot of build up. So yeah, there was a bit of a a love triangle. Uh, well, I don't know if you call it that, but a love triangle at the top of the featherweight division between yourself, Jordan, and Morgan. Obviously, yeah. Jordan got his hand raised against Morgan, as did you. And this, this is the only one really left, I think. Uh, this is this is where, you know, we'll find out who the real king of the featherweight division in Cage Warriors is. When it came to your first fight, look, I'd scored rounds one and three for yourself. I had two for Jordan. That's the way I saw. I don't know, but maybe Paul Hughes might tell you that he won all three rounds. Who knows? Uh, it was a close fight, but I thought definitely positionally anyway, I thought you were definitely better in the first. And then I thought what's called... When push came to shove, I gave you the third as well. But um, what are we going to see different from that fight to this fight, Paul? I mean, what what we're going to see different is Jordan's going to be finished within two rounds, and I I truly truly believe that. I've said that since the very very start that he will be he will be in sleep inside that cage within two rounds. I, I, I truly truly believe it. I am I'm completely completely on a different level right now. Like it's 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 just different mate it's just completely different going in there and i know my level i know what i'm capable of i could i've got knockout power in both hands and of course we've seen my, my grappling displays as well and this this one is just different i i feel like something just special is coming again i know the last event was special but this time it's going to be a special finish and things are going to go to the moon after this how many people are you expecting to bring over with you paul the handsome I'd army. Say, I'd say, well, we're well over 500. We're well over 500. There's people coming in. Of course, we've got so much coming here from Belfast, from the rest of Ireland. But I've got people flying in from around the world, never mind my fans and, and my supporters in the UK and European MMA that have been so loyal to me since since my professional debut, which was actually just over five years ago. I've had an amazing fan base and, and people have been supporting. So I'd say we'll not be too far off a 1,000, to be completely honest. Um, I mean, when the tickets went on sale, I think the venue's capacity is about 2,000. We're almost sold out straight away. So I think it's pretty clear. But we can't, we can't believe the weight, man. Like, yeah, it's yeah. definitely going to be gonna a, be a special rumor. event. Yeah, we're going to turn up more than, more than the Morgan fight. The Morgan fight was, it was amazing because I guess it wasn't expected in the sense that we, we didn't know if the fans were actually going to be there. COVID restrictions were changing. We didn't really know if it was going to go ahead. And then when it came to fight night, they put out, the Irish put out, the French put out. Whereas this time it's going to be, it's it's going to be times 10. I, I really feel that. One, one thing I will say, when we did have Graham Bowen on, he touched about, uh, he touched on Cage Warriors returning to Ireland. And um, is that something that you're excited about? And do you feel like you, next time Cage Warriors come to Ireland, you'll be a spectator because you'll be signed to the UFC? 
yeah i mean it's something i'm so excited about it's been it's been a couple of years they've been trying to get back here and obviously with covid it's it's been tough but yeah i mean my mantra for this camp has been undeniable i'm going to be undeniable to to get that ufc contract after i finish georgia in here and i mean that's that's how i'm thinking about it i may K home in the first round and still not get the ufc shout it's just it's out of my control. So, I mean, if the opportunity's there, I mean, I would definitely, definitely love to fight. I would love to fight at home again. It would be, it would be, I just couldn't even imagine how crazy it would be judging how much we're selling out shows in London and going crazy there. Never mind if you brought it to Belfast. So, yeah, it's it's not something I'm thinking too much about. I mean, my my task is focused on, on George next week. And yeah, we'll see what happens after that. Yeah, we just did an exclusive on UFC Fight Pass with Ian Gary, and we asked him who does he think would be the next Irish man into the UFC, and he said yourself, Paul. When you hear that, like, do, do you even take notice of that, or are you just solely focused on what you're doing? Um, I didn't hear that, but I, I mean, it's quite self-evident at, at the end of the day. Like, it's it's pretty clear that I, I'm going to be the next guy. So, yeah, it's nice to hear though. Is it, is there anyone who you I, I know you don't want to overlook Jordan, but is there anyone in the UFC who you'd look at and be like, oh, I'd love to fight them? To be honest, I watch every every UFC featherweight fight that's on the cards, and I I want to fight them all. I'm gonna fight them all. I'll do the same thing I done in Cage Warriors. I'll I'll start from the bottom and I'll clear out the entire division. That's that's just how I look at things. And yeah, everyone's a future opponent, regardless of who they are, whether it's the champ or whether it's a vet, whether it's an up and comer. I've got my eyes on all of them. Yeah, Paul, from like following your career. Uh, the stuff you do in the background, obviously doing the Sunday service, I'm really enjoying the vlogs. Uh, then like the way you're putting all the stuff, you're promoting yourself on TikTok, on on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything, man. You're like a, a new breed of of MMA fighter, like covering all aspects of the game. Like, do, do you just sort of go with that with yourself, or does your paradigm team tell you what to do? It, but like, look from the outside looking in, it just looks like you just love creating content and love training. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm very fortunate. I've got a great team in, in Roscoe who's been following me since five years now and actually speaking of that we've got a movie coming out next on saturday here so exactly just under one week from the fight we've got a 45 minute movie coming out from from what we've a lot of what we've got for the last five years me talking as a young kid saying i'm gonna be the best i'm gonna be a world champion in the next three years i don't care if i've just got surgery in my hand nothing's pointing towards it and we've got that right up until getting the world title so watch out for that first of all and yeah, I mean, I've got, got an amazing team. I've got actually a couple of friends helped me with a TikTok. Shout out to Johnny and David, who are very good on there. I'm sure you've seen some of them have been fantastic, doing quarter of a million views. And and then, of course, part of them have been helping in me in every way they can as well. And oh, sorry, Rory as well. He does my vlogs. Great guy and great fucking content. So, yeah, we, we've got a good team going here and, and we'll continue to build on that throughout my career and yeah, we're 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 thinking Netflix documentaries to be completely honest. So yeah, we're just we're starting slow. Russ, like for 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 the UFC, seeing someone like Paul who's actually doing all this by himself. Well, no, he has a team around him, but he's doing it and he's promoting himself and he's putting himself out there in the shop window. Do you think they they think going to see someone like Paul Ross? Look, I think first comes first. You have to be able to do it inside the cage, and I think Paul has ticked off that box. Um, you know, I mean, there's very few people who can go out there and lose all the time and still have uh, capture attention. Paul goes out there <laughs> and he wins, and more times than not, he actually also finishes fights. And I think that's what people look for first. People look for people to go in there and get the finish. And once they get the finish, then they start to show the interest. And when the socials are on point, like Paul has them at the moment, 
that's when you really start flourish and that's when your stardom really grows. But like I always say, it starts in the cage and once you have the in the cage boxed off like Paul does, then you can start to grow outside. And it looks like he has those people help him out, which is great, which means he can focus on doing him and then they can help him out on the side. So I think that's unbelievable, Paul. Fair play to you. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks to my team. <laughs> yeah. Good deal for me. Yeah, there's no yeah. interim in that in that work rate, Paul. Yeah, Paul, you basically next uh, I think maybe bar one cage conflict, but you've nearly had your entire career in Cage Warriors. Is this is this the pinnacle, the cherry on the top, this fight headlining one of the biggest shows ever in the O2 in the Indigo? Yeah, I, I think for sure when I when I get this finished, I'll I'll have completed Cage Warriors. To be honest, I think I've taken out have I've taken out everybody. I've taken out all the best guys in the division. When I finish George, I mean, I will be undeniable. Like that is the the mantra for the reason because who else is there to fight? I've taken them all out, and that's why they want the finish as well. I want to make a big statement and really, really solidify this one. Are you expecting? Do you see you see your obviously? A- um, in the O2 the next night, are you expecting Dana White to be there? Because I'm sure if there's a big, if, if if it's a big win for either yourself or Jordan, like he'll be there to hand over a contract. I'd say. I w- I mean that would be amazing if Dana was there. That would be incredible for sure. Uh, I'm sure the UFC is going to be there for sure. Whether it's Sean Shelby, whether it's Hunter, uh, I'm sure somebody will be there. But I guess it would be cool for Dana to come out and say, "Yes, you got the contract," like they do in the <laughs> I forget what he called looking for a fight. Yeah, I mean, something like that would be sick, but I guess it's out of my control. I can only focus on getting that KO next week. And as I say, I think it will make me undeniable. So whether or not he's there in the building, the UFC contract should be, as I say, undeniable. Yeah, everyone's going to be watching that fight. Like, we'll be there, Ross, as well. We'll be there with the sunglasses. We'll be there for the after party. You better right, believe let's it. Go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Ha- yeah, let's have a first round of Guinnesses on us, Paul. Thank you, lads. Thank you. Yeah. No worries, Paul, Paul. Before we wrap things up, is there anyone you want anything you want to say to the people that are going to be tuning in next Friday on the 18th of March, whether it be at the event or on UFC Fight Pass? Is there anything you want to say to the people to look out for? for uh, I mean, Mr. first Paul of all, thank you for the support. Has been every fight is just times ten, and the support has been unbelievable for this one. But yeah, I mean, I'm actually, and uh, I can't be more grateful for the support. It's been incredible, and. Yeah, just thanks. <laughs> thanks and tune in. And I hope I do everyone proud. I, I will do everyone proud for sure. Represent where I come from, Lavi and Derry. Represent Belfast too and the country of Ireland, Northern Ireland. Yeah, I want to do everyone proud. I truly, truly do. I take great pride in being from where I'm from. And yeah, I'll do everyone proud. Um, before we let you go, do you have any messages for Jordan Vucenic? No, no message. <laughs> you want to give him that intro back? <laughs> yeah, you can well, hand back. Like, you, you plan to hand back that interim title. Yeah, you can, you can turn <laughs> that interim part. I'm Paul, the champ. That's all I'll say. Paul, it's been it's been great following your work. Like obviously coming back from the injury, then like doing what you've been doing now, p- performing on the highest stage possible. Young Cage Warriors on UFC Fly Pass. When the whole UFC is over in London, it's uh, it's going to be like a f- full circle, basically, but. It is, bro. It's going to be a special event that, that weekend. I think I, I truly want to steal the show from the UFC, if I'm being completely honest. I want the Irish to mob the place to get that big finish and, as I say, steal the show. Don't exactly. worry, we'll be conducting the orchestras from the, from the stands. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, th- thanks a million for jumping on with us. Um, best of skill on the night. We'll be there. Can't wait to see it. 
give the best version of yourself as you always do. And as always, stay, stay energized. Energize, Shaw. Up the Irish. Been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you've done some interviews with Dylan Moran and that. But I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.